0: Welcome to the Camp Guys, a podcast where we talk about the ins and outs of camp ministry. My name is Grayson and Phillips, and in each episode, I'm going to lead us as we talk about different challenges we face in camp ministry and how we overcome them. So let's dive right into today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the, the Camp, camp Guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's October. It's spooky season. You gotta get... <laughs> Welcome back to The Camp Guys, though. Today's uh, episode is gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. Yes, thank you for joining us. We have a special guest in today's episode today. Jay, you wanna tell us who we got today? Absolutely. We have Miss Brittany Farr, who's getting ready to get married uh really soon, but she is our food service director, culinary chef at large, and she is a professionelle. And um, so, Brittany, thanks for being on the Camp Guys podcast today. We are going to talk about the delicious food that you help prepare here at camp. So this lady here, let me brag for a second. This lady here, I can bring don- donors uh, and say, hey, we're going to prepare a meal for you here at the camp, and it will literally be like... Uh, Brussels sprouts grilled with mushroom sauce on top of a medium well steak. And all this other stuff, and she just totally kills it. So we're going to just talk about food services and uh, and just what we do here at the camp. Just, just just a nice conversation. So we've used Cisco for a long time, and mm-hmm. we just recently changed. Who we changed to, Brittany? U.S. Foods. We changed to U.S. Foods. What was one of the main reasons why? you wanted to do that i know a lot what a lot of it was just relation relationships what you were norm what you were familiar with
1: yeah um it had a lot to do with the relationship of our vendor Um, i think that it's really important for you to have a great relationship with your food service provider because building that great relationship can bring on a lot of great things for you um so that was definitely one of the things another thing is quality is really important to me and um I know U.S. Foods has some of the best quality of products, so that was one of the reasons why I decided to switch over. Um, from Cisco to U.S. Foods.
0: That's good. And we've been very happy so far uh, yes. with that. You know, we're in a unique uh, situation. Our dining hall was not built for our 400-plus people <laughs> camp per week. Uh, so there's a lot of unique things that you do to help keep our food uh, the very best it can be because of the size of our kitchen, the size of our dining hall. For all you guys out there that don't know, we do four meal shifts per uh, breakfast lunch and dinner mm-hmm. during camp of course this summer was different because of covid Correct. this year <laughs> during covid you had a backup and punt too mm-hmm. and uh, tell us a little bit about what you changed this year for covid
1: so to social distance and to keep everyone from being all together we decided to do box meals um, it was something i was really nervous about at first because i was like gosh how am i going to box up 120 meals you know all at one time for a large group of people but it actually turned out to be very successful um, we got all the meals boxed at decent time every single day we had runners from each group come in and pick up their meals so that no one was interacting with each other and it turned out to be like really really good I, I thought I thought it turned out really well
0: I had I heard zero complaints yeah which is great you know if you if you can get through a summer without complaints I mean everybody everybody appreciates that so what's what's some of your I mean you have a you went to school mm-hmm. uh for for this this position, Great. you know, you you've been trained, you went to Johnson Wells University in Charlotte. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that experience there with just college. And well, how do you think that it kind of equipped you? Uh, for the for this role?
1: Um, going to culinary school at Johnson & Wells, Johnson & Wells is one of the best culinary schools in America that you can attend. Um, and going there really taught me a lot of discipline. It taught me a lot about financials. It just taught me how to be a better person, honestly. Um, throughout my years of going to school at Johnson & Wells, I also worked really, really hard. I worked full time while I was going to school. Um, I would get up at 5.30 in the morning and I had to be at labs by 7 a.m. every morning. Um, I didn't get out of my labs until two or three in the afternoon. Labs are pretty much your cooking classes. Um, so after labs, I would go straight to work. I worked work sometimes till midnight and then get back up and do it all over again every single day. And it just really taught me to discipline myself it taught me what I needed to really do what I wanted to do sometimes wasn't always best of my interest Um, but it definitely taught me a lot the chefs were very hard on us like they taught us how the industry was really going to be they didn't sugarcoat anything to us and I'm very thankful for that because when I did get out into the industry it taught me like wow my chefs weren't lying to me like it's really it's really hard like being in the culinary field is really hard
0: yeah it's not easy at all I know that, you know, you're able to penny pinch a budget down and kind of see exactly what the cost is, you know, per meal. And if there's anybody out there that's listening and you're a food services person, you know, maybe they don't have those skills, feel free to email Brittany at CrowdersCamps.com. I'm sure she has an Excel spreadsheet that's kind of set up that she, she can help. Well, Again, this, yeah. this whole podcast is about being a resource that we never had. Right. And I know if somebody was talking, I, I don't talk, I don't try to talk about fancy things. I'm just it's talking about normal camp things every single day, every single week. And so I think this is a great resource for anybody in camp ministry. So Brittany, tell us some of your standards of just, you know, what do you kind of live by?
1: So if I had to pick like my top five standards when it comes to preparing meals, um, quality, as I've already said, quality for me is definitely going to be number one. I'd, I've All the places I've ever worked have been really high end, really nice places. And quality was always what I was taught. Quality is key. Having good quality is what causes people to keep coming back. So quality is definitely going to be number one on my list. Second, I would have to say is pricing. Um, pricing is one of those things that you can go back and forth with. And you have good pricing on something, you can't. That's something you can't compete on. Like if if, if it's the pricing is good, then that's just perfect because we all know money is very important. Yeah. So pricing is definitely a thing for me. I'm not one to just settle on the price of something. If I think that the price of something's too high, I'm going to go back and forth with my food service provider. And I'm going to say, hey, look, this price on this is this much, and I don't think it's worth all of that. Like, what, what can you do for me? That's when it comes in to have a good relationship with your food service provider because you can always go back and forth and negotiate on pricing and stuff like that. So pricing is definitely important for me. Um, and I'm going to say the demographics is also important. Um, you don't want to make food for people. Say I'm making, like he said earlier, like steaks and that kind of thing. That's not what little seven-year-old kids are going to want to eat. Mm-hmm. So your demographics is very important because you want to make sure you're fixing the proper food for the crowd that you're going to feed. Um, just It's just important. So that's one thing. And then I'd have to say how easy the meals are to be prepared. Um, with me being a, who I am, the food service provider, I'm the food service um, person here at camp, it's really important that I don't make the meals so hard to the point that, my staff can't prepare the meals because I don't want to have to be here all the time making all the meals. So it's really important that we make meals that are really, you know, easy to make and everyone can pick up on it. It's not so hard that, you know, I have to do everything. And then another thing I'd have to say is stewardship. It's really important to have stewardship in your kitchen because kitchen is one of those areas in camp where you can waste a lot of money. Um, just wasting food, you know, like it's really important that you work on stewardship, because, like I said before, whenever you're making meals, you want to make sure you're hitting the right target of the crowd that you're going to feed. And if you're not doing the right thing, then stewardship is one of those things where you're not going to be able to be successful because you're going to throw all that food away. Mm. And we all know that food is very pricey. So I would definitely say stewardship is another one of those things.
0: That's a tough balance, too, because you say, hey, you know what? We got we got 200 people here. We want to be good stewards. But then 25 of those 200 are... Twelfth grade, Mm three hundred pound lineman for their football team, and they they're hungry, right? Uh, So to be able to get that unique balance, Mm -hmm. that well, hey, you have enough seconds to magically give anybody that needs food food Mm -hmm. is is a plus to have. So let's let's answer the question everybody that's listening to this podcast is asking right now: What is our number one dinner, lunch, and breakfast meal that we make? Uh, what what would you say is your favorite and a crowd favorite as well <laughs> let's give them the secrets here right. I tried I'm gonna <laughs> just be honest in 2015 we started in 14 but our first camp didn't open to 15. I tried to make sloppy Joe's oh, a boy. signature thing here at our camp but these damn millennial <laughs> kids didn't even know what it was. Yeah. They don't even know what sloppy Joes are. And if you don't, email me at com, <laughs> and I'm going to make sure you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to FedEx you a sloppy <laughs> Joe. Anyway, so Brittany, let's start with breakfast. Okay. What do you think the best breakfast is?
1: I would have to say the French toast sticks are everyone's absolute favorite thing to eat. French toast sticks. Um And cheese grits are a really big thing here as well. So those are definitely two breakfast things that everybody loves.
0: I think for the cheese grits, it does take time for them to warm up to them.
1: Yeah, because most people aren't used to, a lot of people aren't used to grits at all, honestly. And then you're like, oh, cheese grits. And it's like, no, they are the best thing you're going to ever eat. They are
0: really good, too. And yeah. for you to mass produce that. Yeah. Uh, Do you sprinkle some cheese on top when you I do. You know?
1: I finish it off with a little bit of sharp cheddar cheese. Yeah.
0: And see, that's the difference between uh, a camp that's not trying to do excellence and, and a camp that is trying to do excellence, just a little touch of cheese mm-hmm. can change everything. Mm-hmm. On top of that, yep. All right, let's go to lunch. What do you think the best lunch meal? And, and I know what you're gonna say:
1: crispy chicken sandwich. Crispy chicken sandwich.
0: <laughs> now, now, <laughs> this is just—it's really good. Yeah. I mean the the, the chicken sandwich is really good. But look at what helps us make it good. You got Popeye's killing it. Mm-hmm. You got Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. the, the godfather of ch- Christian chicken. Yeah, God's you know, killing, chicken. God's <laughs> chicken. So why wouldn't the crispy chicken sandwich work? Uh, she's so good because in, in the to-go to, to, to boxes, there's a one pack of mayonnaise, mm-hmm. one pack of ketchup. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect to put on that chicken sandwich. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, that is probably our most expensive it is. meal as it well is. yes correct. For, is correct for lunch for lunch yes I would say majority of our meals hit around three and a quarter yes but that one would be like four and a quarter
1: probably yeah. it's a little bit more expensive because the chicken's just it's Tyson chicken everybody knows Tyson chicken is really expensive but it's just one of those things where it's everyone's favorite so you just kind of got to suck it up and just you know prepare suck that meal suck it up buttercup <laughs> yeah alright
0: dinner dinner what do you think of favorite dinner
1: Baked ziti is everyone's favorite meal, and I use the best cheese for it. I use like three different types of cheese for our baked ziti here at camp, and the marinara sauce is absolutely amazing. So, definitely baked ziti is everyone's favorite dinner meal here. Uh,
0: this also this c- COVID nineteen summer, uh, <laughs> she she made some um, she made some meals where it's almost like family style mm-hmm. where they serve, and she did a hash brown casserole, oh, yeah, and bacon. Uh, It's almost breakfast night. Yeah,
1: breakfast for dinner.
0: It was really cool. Yeah. That hash brown casserole was off the hook.
1: Yeah, I got so many people that were like, what's the recipe? What's the recipe? And I'm like, it's literally the most easiest thing you probably could ever make, but very delicious. Yeah.
0: So if you want the recipe, Brittany at (laughs) CrowdersCamps.com. If you got any questions about food services or anything like that, you know, we just want to open up a dialogue here and get uh, any food service folks out there that's listening to podcasts involved, more from the top level. Down to different uh, areas of the camp. we got recreation and junk like that coming up soon. Uh, so, hopefully, you guys got a great word from Brittany today. Brittany, mm-hmm. thank you for being here. Thanks yes. for what you do here at the camp. Thank too. you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, you guys email us if you got any questions. If not, peace in the Middle East. We'll see you at the next podcast.